This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply then consciousness and life dies. That could be the future. I think this is the last chance to try to snap out of that. We're the only species with the capacity to see that our own psychology, our own emotions, our own paleolithic evolutionary system has been hijacked. If not currently, one day there will be a simulation that's indiscernible yeah. from regular reality. And it seems we're on that path. This is the thing, it's warping our view of reality. It's an algorithm issue, right? I'm pointing a, a thing at your brain to figure out what, how can I show you an infinite feed that just maximally enrages you. And when you're sitting there and you think, okay, I'm gonna go watch, I'm gonna look at this one thing on Facebook because my friend invited me to this event or it's this one post I have to look at. And the next thing you know, you find yourself scrolling through the thing for like an hour right. and you say, man, that was on me. I should have had more self-control. But there, behind the screen, behind that glass slab, is like a supercomputer pointed at your brain that is predicting the perfect thing to show you next. And it'll figure out the right thing to show you that it knows will keep you there. What is their business model? It's, it's engagement. It's like, how do I get that attention at all costs? Yeah. So algorithms is one piece of that. Meaning, um, when you're on a news feed, like, I don't want to just show you any news. I want to show you the most viral, engaging, like, longest argumentative comment threads news, right? So that's like pointing a trillion-dollar market cap AI at your brain, saying, I'm going to show you the next perfect boogeyman for your nervous system, the thing that's going to make you upset, angry. It will just drive that over and over again and then repeat that thing. And that's one of the, the tools in the arsenal to get attention, is that the algorithms. Another one is technology making design decisions, like how do we inflate people's sense of uh, beautification filters. They're all competing, first of all, to like inflate your sense of beauty. They're competing for who can give you a nicer filter, right? And then now, instead of waiting for you to actually add one, TikTok was actually found to actually do like a 2%, like just bare beautification filter on the no filter mode. Because the thing is, once they do that, the other guys have to do it too. Oh. So I just want to name that all of this is taking place in this race to capture human attention, because if I don't do it, the other guy will. And then it's happening with design decisions like the beautification filters and like the follow you. And if you follow me, I'll follow you back and the like button and mm -hmm. check pulled refresh, the, the dopamine stuff. That's all design. 
Then there's the algorithms, which is I'm pointing a, a thing at your brain to figure out what, how can I show you an infinite feed that just maximally enrages you. And we should talk about that because that thing drives polarization, which breaks democracy. The problem statement for humanity is, he said, the fundamental problem of humanity is we have paleolithic emotions and brains, like easy brains that are hackable for magicians. We have medieval institutions, you know, government that's not really good at seeing the latest tech, whether it was railroads or now social media or AI or deepfakes or whatever's coming next. And then we have godlike technology. So we have paleolithic emotions, medieval institutions, godlike technology. Mm. You combine that fact, that's the fundamental problem statement. The speed at which new technologies are having effects on the world and the total amount of consequence is way faster than regulation can keep up with. So we found ways of keeping people engaged. Um, I think this is important for people to get, that they're not competing for your data or for uh, you know, money, they're competing to keep people using the product. And so when Twitter, for example, invented this persuasive feature of the number of followers that you have, if you remember, like, that was a new thing at the time, right? You'd mm -hmm. log in and you see your profile, here's the people who you can follow, and then here's the number of followers you have. That created a reason for you to come back every day to see how many followers do I have. So that was part of this race to keep people engaged. You're not paying for the product, you are the product, but the thing that is the product is your predictable behavior. So they also added this retweet, this instant resharing feature, right? And that made it more addictive because suddenly we're all playing the fame lottery, right? Like I could retweet your stuff and then you get a bunch of hits and then you could go viral and you could get a lot of attention. So then instead of um, the companies competing for attention, now each of us suddenly win the fame lottery over and over and over again and we're, we're getting attention. Jaron Lanier says in the film, if you just tilt society by one degree, two degrees, that's the whole world. That's, the, that's what everyone is thinking and believing. What is the basis upon which we're believing the things we are about the world? And increasingly, that's, that's based on technology. This but this is like humans have to fight back to reclaim our autonomy and free will from the machines. I mean, yes. one, one clear... So, okay, Neo. <laughs> <laughs> this is what, it's very much the Matrix. And one of my favorite lines is actually when the Oracle says to Neo, and don't worry about the vase. And he says, what vase? And he knocks it over. It's just that yeah. vase. And so it's like, she's the AI who sees so many moves ahead in the chessboard. Mm -hmm. She can say something which will cause him to do the thing that verifies the thing that she predicted would happen. Yeah. That's what AI is doing now, except it's pointed at our nervous system and figuring out the perfect thing to dangle in front of our dopamine system and get the thing to happen.